let's get straight into it, Johnny. It's been a big week in technology. Certainly, there's been quite a lot announced, and it's in line with what Tim Cook announced about November last year when we saw the share price drop due to some poor iPhone sales. And he mentioned that Apple was going to be steadily moving towards a service-based offering to their current users. So they're trying to capitalize on their their user base and extract uh, some you know monthly revenue. And uh, it's interesting how they've uh, rolled out quite a number of subscription services. We're starting with Apple TV Plus. Uh, and they basically brought out on stage some really large personalities such as Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, and Oprah to endorse this new service. And they're going to be providing unique content for their Apple TV Plus uh, streaming service. So it's going to be similar, similar to Netflix. We don't know the full information, how much it's going to cost. Haven't they been playing around in that space a bit earlier? They have developed a few shows. There's Mm. there's been quite a bit on Apple TV in the past, but this will be much more like a Netflix where they're putting significant, like we're talking millions and millions of dollars into productions with some A-list actors and personalities such as opera. So we're going to see much larger shows, much more frequency, and probably some funding for, you know, movies and all sorts of, Programs that will appear on Apple TV. So, really, they're putting themselves should, in the space of the Netflix. Up. Let's hit them up, Johnny. You reckon they'll, they'll take us on? Yeah, get the Silly and Johnny show? Silly and Johnny show. Let's go for it. I'm, I'm happy to try it out. Interviewing the stars of the tech world. We could do world. that. Yep, let's, let's give it a go. It. So, it's going to be interesting to see how well that fares. It's not going to be rolled out till later in the year. Um, I'm imagining everyone's asking how much it's going to cost. I imagine it will be similar. They're going to look at the competition. Netflix subscriptions now cost about $10 to $12, depending on where you live. I think it could be in that price range, maybe up to $15 per month. They've also got a new Apple News Plus service that they're rolling out, a similar model for magazines, which I thought might be interesting for you as you're a producer of the RC, Flat Out RC magazine. So I'd love to get your thoughts on what you think Mm. about someone like Apple going into this space, providing the digital uh, format of magazines. So what they're doing is some of the main players in the news and media space, such as Time Magazine, Vogue, etc. In the past, you could go to the Apple Store and purchase independent subscriptions for each one of these. So now they're going to amalgamate them and put them together into a service that encompasses uh, perhaps 50 to 100 mainstream publications. Again, at a monthly fee. And it doesn't end there. We've got more. Apple also have announced Apple Arcade, which is yet another subscription service for games. And these are these are kind of more indie games. These are not AAA titles. So it doesn't really look overly impressive at this stage, but they're looking to uh, develop in conjunction with some gaming studios, some unique hooks into the games that might leverage off some of their own built-in technologies. Again, we don't know what the price will be monthly. At the moment, the types of games they demonstrated during the special event were kind of indie, you know, low-level games coming in at 5 to $10 a piece. So if they put together 100 of these titles at $10 a month, there might be some benefit for some casual gamers, but certainly won't appeal to the serious gamer. Unlike the brand new service announced by Google in the same week, the new Google Stadia, which is a cloud-based streaming service. Did you hear about that one at all? No. Yeah, so Google are making a big play into the gaming space. And uh, they've got a new service, which is cloud-based computing. So in the past, or or the way it currently works, as you know, you've got children who use the Xbox. You go and buy a AAA title game. It's about 60 gig. Uh, You can only fit 20 gig on a Blu-ray disc. 
So you're sitting there for three days trying to download your 40 gig of data. So Google and the do are going to do away with this and also with the limitations of your computers or the Xbox processing by having the processing in the cloud. So you're having a dumb terminal. Essentially, your screen will be streaming that content as it would stream a normal 4K video. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because in business, we've seen the advent of cloud computing mm. is sort of, you know, become more prolific and uh, it's now making its way into this consumer space. And uh, I think it's going to be a great advantage for people in gaming that they can access a very complicated, sophisticated game, stream it at 4K at the click of a button without any downloads. And it will also be cost effective because you don't have to invest in a gaming computer, spend four to $6,000 for 60 frames per second. I can see Google bringing out their own uh, console. You can see it now. Well, what they've actually done is they've brought out their own controller. So there's no need for a console. Uh-oh. The controller connects via Wi-Fi. And uh, with that, with your TV, is all you need to stream 4K games. Uh, I just got a new Xbox. <laughs> Now Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's redundant now. Actually, it's interesting. I'd love to get your, your your comment on this, that everybody's moving to subscription models. Okay, we're yeah. talking about cloud. Yeah, yeah. Cloud is all based on a subscription model. Yeah. So now we're going to have Netflix, we're going to have Stan, yeah. we're going to have yeah. Amazon, we're going to have uh, Apple, and, and then we're going to have the gaming platforms, and we're gonna, one minute we're going to have Google and we're going to have Apple. Yep. There's How much are we going to be spending on subscriptions to different... You're right. There's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. I'm having enough trouble trying to keep up with what's going on on television and, you know, free-to-air television. I've got Netflix. Is yes. the, uh, Netflix is really... Okay, I've got some cloud, you know, Dropbox and yeah. Google Drive subscriptions and things like that Microsoft, for work. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft, you yeah. know, Office 365. Adobe Creative Cloud. Ado- yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> Adobe Creative Cloud, MYB, Canon. See, there's quite a few. I've got that. I've got. Oh, now I'm getting now. worried how much I'm spending per month. But it's, it does add up. And the problem with it as well is it won't stay at that price point. What I found with uh, Adobe, for example, that started at fifty dollars oh, yeah. a month. It's yeah. now seventy five. So yep. twenty five dollar increase in the last five years. Yeah. So uh, I noticed Stan went up from twelve dollars in Australia here to fourteen dollars. Yeah. Because they added the Disney catalog. What's Netflix up to? Now? Netflix is only ten in Australia yeah. for one screen, but if you have multiple screens, Look, it's more. That price point at ten bucks is probably quite good. That's the right like, price. Good value yeah. for, for for Netflix, um, and that's why I've had Netflix, you know, quite early on. Yes. And, and do enjoy it, but the challenge that I have again, this is just silly talking here. Yes. Is that. Okay, if I subscribe to Apple TV and Stan and Netflix, I can't keep up with. It. I'm not going to use it all. It's, yeah, it's it's all much of a muchness, really. They have movies and they have television shows. Yes. Some of them have different television shows. Some have different content. But are they going to be dramatically better than somebody else? Who's going to survive? Like we know that True. Netflix has got a bit of yes. a run. Some people, I heard some people talking in the media. Um, after Apple's announcement, it was like, well, why don't they just buy Netflix? They're talking about it. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they, they do. They, they probably haven't been able to negotiate a deal yet. But, you know- It looks like it might happen. From a yeah. business perspective, mm. as soon as I hear organizations that are product-based organizations say, we need to get new yes. services, I'm you know, going, oh, no. You know their products are going down. Well, and, you know- the They're running out with, of ideas. And the problem with that is they need to keep their user base yeah. in- in amongst all the competition that's that's coming out now. So, yes, they do have the greatest market share uh, for their iPhone usage now, but it will steadily drop if, if they don't continue to innovate. So I don't think they can just put all their eggs into that one basket and try and provide services. They need to also provide great products you know moving forward. Let's just think about it. As you were talking, I thought Apple's always been the leader. 
They developed yep. iTunes. Yep. They started that connectivity of devices mm-hmm. and um, distribution platforms for content. What they've launched this week is just another Me Too. Yeah. It's not, they're not leading. Right. Yep. They're following. I agree with you. Yep. That starts with Rick Alarm Bells. Mm. Where to for Apple, really? Yeah. They, and they need, they need to have both. They can't just go with the one. They can't just completely migrate over. Although the one thing they have done with these services, they are distributing them on other platforms. For example, their TV Plus yeah. will also be available on Samsung TVs, on uh, Roku right. and Fire devices. So. Yeah. They're being quite clever about it to move away from their own hardware. In the past, they used to try and lock everything into the it's, Apple TV device. The it's, apps it's, are now becoming yeah, a thing. And that is, Microsoft's got the same strategy, though. Yes. Under their new CEO, they've sort of opened up and they're working with, with partners where, you know, they wouldn't. So, for example, you know, Windows mobile operating system is going to be phased out. Yes. Uh, but that doesn't mean Microsoft is, is giving up in the mobile space. They're just going to work with all the other providers that are running Android operating systems and, and Apple. Yes. to make sure that Microsoft applications work really yeah. well on their devices yep. to increase their distribution. So, not a bad strategy, it's but it's bad. like this yeah. race for the cloud. Yeah. Who's going to yeah. capture it yep. before somebody else does? And especially those you know, the, the, those top-tier organizations like, you know, Microsoft are going probably more towards the business end and cloud computing uh, and trying to own that. Not so much. I don't see a lot in that consumer you no. know, gaming kind yep. of stuff. There's a bit happening, but not, you know, through Xbox, and whatever, but not much. But-, but you know, Apple want the consumer. You got Netflix, and as I said, oh, I don't know where it's going to end. Well, it doesn't much, end there. It doesn't we're going to have to make more money, Johnny. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to keep up all this. I, I need, I need to actually. I'm going to sell a subscription to create yeah. more time, <laughs> so you have more time to watch television, work. Yeah. to watch these different shows. Because I, I don't know where, how I'm going to be able to watch Apple TV True. Plus and. But in terms Netflix of the money and- side of things, um, I think it might offset itself if you're able to reduce your updating of hardware. So if we get to a point where, as with the Google Stadia gaming technology, you can use cloud-based computing for gaming now, perhaps we can leverage off cloud-based computing for our video editing tasks. We were talking last week about we need to get a new powerful gaming PC to handle the 4K video editing. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we don't need to spend 4000 up front. If Adobe, for example, take on cloud-based computing for Premiere, you log into a web browser and do your editing more efficiently with more power than you could on your local PC. And that's probably where we're heading, which will save us money. That would be awesome. So we don't know where that's heading. Our biggest challenge, you know what our challenge is though, Johnny, when it comes to video files. It's the upload and we don't have the internet to support it. That's the other thing people were asking about this Stadia. Okay, so it's streaming in 4K. What sort of internet connection do you need? And they've only- Welcome to Australia's MBN system. Well, they've only committed to rolling it out in America, some parts of Europe- and I think some parts of Asia. So it, we may we may not see it here in Australia till next year. Until I guess we sort out our problems with this. You know, this is the crazy thing. I don't understand what's going on in this country here in Australia. That we've got this. You know, for anybody that's international, uh, we have this system called the NBN being rolled out, which is our you know Australia's high speed broadband new network kind of thing. And um, it's not great. Mm. It's uh, even. With increased speed, it's still not compatible to other countries. Like I think I mentioned in our last episode, I was in Malaysia and I had greater internet performance in the hotel room via their wireless system than you would hear. I get in Australia that I've ever got in Australia. I've had the same in New York sitting in a hotel room uploading, you know, massive videos to YouTube in five minutes. We're here, you know, I did a video the other day at home and it literally took six hours to upload the video. 
Wow. I, 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 it's pathetic. Okay. I'm, yeah. That's next one episode, I'll report on NBN. My yeah. NBN's coming next week, apparently. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Have you got NBN here? What I have is Unity Wireless. That's right. Because I, I haven't. Use Unity con- yeah, they just rolled out NBN a few months ago here and haven't. I've heard there's been quite a few issues with connectivity, reliability, well. so I'm waiting. But my wireless uh, service by Unity gives me 30 megabits download on the plan I'm on. It can go up to 50 if you pay more. And I can also get to 10 megabits per second upload. And that's very Upload's reliable. Upload's the one that, that- Upload. When we talk about what yeah. we want, that cloud-based yeah. video mm. editing, yeah, hell yeah, upload speed yeah. is the biggest thing. But now there's one more thing I want to talk about with Apple's announcement, and that is the Apple Card. Apple what? Apple Card. Oh, Apple Card. I've got oh, a credit yeah. card, silly. Yeah. This is going to be of oh, great interest cre- to you. Apple got a credit card. I've got a credit card. Oh, that's new. So let me explain this to you. So they partnered up with Goldman Sachs. Big, uh, financial institution in yep. the US. Yes, they they yeah. weren't responsible for what happened in <laughs> two thousand. No, what was it two thousand eight? Yeah. Eight. Um, anyway, they, they've got some goodwill back again, and uh, they're offering a credit card that gives you two percent cash back on your purchases and three percent cash back when you're purchasing Apple products. There's no fees associated, and there's no late fees in the credit card. Uh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so it does promise to be quite appealing to. Apple users, especially getting that discount on their products. That, let me guess. Yes. I know how you get your hands on one of these cards. How? Buy a packet of cornflakes, open <laughs> up, and the card will be in there. Start spending. It won't be long. Won't be, it'll be that easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, what's interesting about it is, again, Apple being a major technology country, company and uh, being really good at UI, they have a um, nice control panel that shows you your expenses and also lets you – it works with Apple Maps – and it can pinpoint where you spent your money. So if you're questioning a purchase on your card, you tap on it and it takes you to the location where you made that transaction. The other thing about it is that it is a digital card that goes into the Apple wallet quite seamlessly. So you can just tap and pay as you go. But for people that don't have Apple Pay, and apparently in America, it's not got the widest uh, acceptance rate. In Australia, it's virtually everywhere. I've had no issue using Apple Pay on just about any terminal. Um, I think in America, it's only got 70% penetration here. It's as much as 90. So, I think, what's the difference between the Apple card? So, the app, can I'll, you use it like a Visa or a MasterCard? Uh, it's or it's, like, it's part of the Apple Pay system. Well, it uses Apple Pay, but it's also uh, like a MasterCard because you can tap it onto any terminal and uh, it will it will work as long as they accept Apple Pay, but it has yeah. the Visa MasterCard sort of so instruction behind it. Apple are making it. money out of the processing. They are making too. processing yeah. fees, so the re- the retailer will be paying Apple. And uh, So, how does this cashback work? I don't understand. Oh, so basically, when you make a purchase, it's like a rewards point, like your Qantas frequent flyers. Oh, yeah. Apple are providing cashback. So, cashback. Yeah. So, you use but, the card and you get money back. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know the full details, oh, but sign me up. that's pretty much what we, we need to look into it further, but that's what they're offering, 2% on your general purchases and 3% on Apple products. There's also a physical card. So for those that- uh, oh, so, you can, what, so this card thing can be on your phone? Oh, yeah. Well, the idea is that mm-hmm. you use it on an Apple phone, so it's really tailored okay. towards Apple customers that have an iPhone and they can use the Apple Wallet app. Yep. So basically, that's an app already in your iPhone. Yep. You don't need to download anything extra. And when you go to any uh, register that supports Apple Payments, you simply tap your phone to it and it transacts for you. But for those registers that aren't equipped to accept Apple Payments, that's where you can use the credit card form. So it's literally like a credit card. Mm. It's uh, like a titanium finish. It doesn't have any numbers printed on it. It just has the RF device in there Mm. to actually tap. And uh, that's for people that don't have 
access to Apple Pay on terminals. So you can opt to purchase that additionally. I don't think it's free. You actually yeah. get this card if you ask for it. Thank you.